0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. For developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, you can contact me on the Dr. Wyatt Show at any time by calling 720-307-7347 with your marriage questions. When you get my voicemail, leave your question and then I'll respond back to your voicemail on the next Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. The deal of the week is I am giving away free marriage tools. I have a lot of marriage tools I've developed through the years working with couples and being married myself. Each tool addresses a pain point, a common pain point. How do we work through conflicts? How do we heal resentments? How do we cultivate teamwork, Etc. Etc. There's a tool for that. And so I'm giving away free tools this week. All you have to do is leave a review of my book, The Total Marriage Refresh. You have to go to Amazon, type in Total Marriage Refresh. You'll see my book. Leave a review. Take a screenshot of your review. Then email me your screenshot to info at drwyattfisher.com. Info at drwyattfisher.com. When I get your review... I'll respond back to your email with a list of all the tools and you get to pick which one you want. The tool is me describing the tool, unpacking the tool, explaining the tool, and it's a private video link so you and your partner can watch that video of the tool over and over until you gain mastery. So if that sounds enticing, if you would like some free marriage tools, leave a review, send it to me, and then you'll have your pick of which one you would like. Okay, so we are in the middle of a series, a two-part series, on eight ways to light the fire in marriage. Part one, I addressed high libido partners. Now we're on part two, and this one is for low libido partners. So, let's dig in. The first thing to consider, low libido partners, is don't be wet wood. Now, what do I mean by that? As I explained in the previous podcast episode, Fire in a marriage represents sex. It represents sexual activity. Flames and fire represents erotic contact. And what I said in the last episode is for high libido partners, they need to be building that fire throughout the week. They have to be putting in the kindling. They have to be putting in the paper, the small little logs. They have to put in the starter logs. Then when this fire starts, they have to blow on it. Then they put on some heavier logs. They have to be working at the fire, They have to be building the fire if they're expecting flames, which is sexual activity. Now, I'm talking to you now, low libido partners. Don't be wet wood. What do I mean by that? Wet wood doesn't catch on fire. Wet wood, no matter what you do, it won't burn. And if you've ever built a fire and the wood is damp or wet, you give up. Because you start feeling like, ah, no matter what I do, it's not going to catch fire because the wood is wet or the wood is damp. I've tried everything. I've tried putting kindling in. I've tried lighting matches. I've tried starter logs. I've tried blowing on it. I've done all these things and it won't catch fire. When that happens, you get frustrated and you feel like, man, no matter what I do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work. It's not gonna catch fire. If you're a low libido partner, don't be wet wood. And what that means is a lot of low libido partners have a really high bar where everything has to be just right before they're open to sexual contact. Please don't make your bar so extremely high. Lower that bar, lower the bar so that your partner who's trying to build that fire throughout the week, that their effort to nurture you is rewarded by you nurturing them sexually, being open to that sexual contact. So don't be wet wood. And the wet wood partner is someone who you start feeling like, no matter what I do, no matter how much I nurture this, no matter how much I give affection, no matter how much quality time, they still aren't open to sexual contact. That will drive your partner insane. That makes you go crazy. And more importantly, it makes them start to give up because they will start feeling like, no matter what I do to build the fire, you're wet wood. It's never enough for you. So don't be wet wood. Instead, try to be dry wood. What happens when you build a fire with dry wood? It catches fire quickly. Doesn't take much nurturing of those kind of fires if you have some kindling and some starter logs and you're lighting some matches and you start putting some wood on it and if that wood is really dry, it immediately starts. It immediately starts to crackle. It immediately sets a flame. That's the kind of partner you want to turn into, low libido partners. If you notice your partner trying to nurture you and they're trying to work at this, be dry wood. Be more open to sexual contact. Be more readily available for sexual contact. Don't make that bar so high and be wet wood. Turn into dry wood. So their effort is rewarded with your responsive sexualness in response. Become dry wood where it doesn't take a lot of effort to catch a flame. Number two, low libido partners, remember that sex is important for marriage. It's not just about meeting your partner's needs. It's not just about satisfying them. It's not just about gratifying their flesh. It's about bonding as a couple. Sexual activity is sacred ground. You and your partner are the only ones that are allowed to enjoy that together, allowed to enter that territory together, allowed to relish in that together, only you and your partner. That should not be happening, obviously, with anyone else in your life. It's sacred activity for just you and your partner. When you're having that skin on skin erotic contact, oxytocin is Tocin is being released that's the bonding chemical that's the love drug it's gonna bond you together it's gonna help you feel closer it's gonna help you feel like more like a team more like a unit and when you're having sexual activity it's expressing to your partner your marriage vows remember your rings are you wearing a ring sexual activity is a representation of your ring it says i still love you I'm still committed to you. I am yours and you are mine. That's what sexual activity represents. Too many low low, low libido partners get stuck in, oh, it's just to gratify my partner's needs. Oh, it's just to keep them happy. Oh, it's just to satisfy their wants. It's actually not about that. It's to benefit my marriage. It's to benefit our bond. It's a reminder that we are one and that we are lovers not just roommates. So if you're a low libido partner, most likely you need to increase the value in your mindset that sex should play in your marriage. It's a vital ingredient to a healthy marriage, having regular sexual contact. Number three, low libido partners, you have to do your part. And one way to do your part here to encourage sexual activity in your marriage is you have to intentionally think sexy thoughts your brain is the biggest organ for your sexual activity your brain because you're a crockpot it takes you a while to come online sexually it takes you a while to start building arousal it takes you a while to even start thinking or feeling sexual you're like a crockpot if you cook something in a crockpot it doesn't heat up right away it takes time sometimes it takes the entire day High libido partners are like a microwave. They heat up fast. They're cooked fast. But you, low libido partner, you're like a crock pot. It takes a while for you to start building that arousal. So don't be passive. Don't be passive and wait for your partner to do everything and waiting until they do everything just right. You be an active participant in your sex life as well. And one of the best ways to do that is start intentionally thinking sexy thoughts. And what's that? What does that mean? Well, you can start thinking about what would be really erotic with my partner? What would I love to do? Where would I love for them to touch me? When was some, what, what are some memories I have of some really passionate, hot, sexy times we've had in our past? Let me replay those scenarios in my mind. What are some fantasies I have that we could play out together with my partner? You have to actually intentionally start thinking sexy thoughts. Don't be passive and wait for your partner to do everything perfect, and then hopefully, maybe you'll start feeling aroused. It doesn't work like that. You have to pursue it yourself as well, on your own time, to actively be thinking sexy thoughts that can start priming your pump because you are a crock pot. The fourth thing to do, low libido partners, your job is to initiate sensual time twice a week. That's my challenge for you. If you listen to part one of this podcast, I gave your high libido partner a whole bunch of things that they need to be doing throughout the week. Your job, low libido partners, is to initiate sensual time twice a week. And this should be probably around 30 minutes. So when I say sensual time, and you may have heard me teach this elsewhere, sensual time may or may not lead to erotic time. So what you do in sensual time is it can be a sensual massage, it can be a bath together or a shower together. Those are the most common three. During sensual time, you want to set the scene. You want to light the candles. You want to play the soft music. You want to get out the dark chocolate. You want to get out the pillows. You want to get out the coconut oil, if it's a sensual massage. And then during the sensual time, you take turns being the giver and the receiver. So let's say the first 15 minutes, you're the giver. And that's where you're massaging your partner non-sexually, because you have your undergarments on, and so do they. Or if it's a bath or a shower, you have your bathing suits on, because this is not sexual time. It's sensual time. So the giver is experimenting rubbing and touching or washing their partner's body. The receiver is practicing giving feedback. Positive redirect with affirmation. So if your partner is rubbing your foot and you don't like how it feels, redirect their touch and tell them what you want instead, such as just light massage, just light tickles with your fingernails. Then when they provide it, you affirm it. Ah, oh, that feels really good, what you're doing right there. That feels so good. It opens up lines of communication. It keeps it positive so your partner knows and learns how to touch your body. So that's sensual time. If it's a bath or a shower, you take turns washing each other's body or massaging each other's body. But you take turns doing this while you're setting the scene. It's very bonding. It's very close. You feel really united through sensual time. When it's over, a couple things can happen. Sometimes when it's over, one partner will be aroused. The other partner is not aroused. When that occurs, the person who's aroused can go somewhere else and pleasure themselves if they choose to. Other nights when you're done, you both might be aroused, or you both might be open to arousal. And on those nights, it moves into sexual contact, and this defers to the low libido partner. So you, low libido partner, at that point, you would think about, what, what do I want? What would feel good to me? Where do I want to be touched? What would bring me pleasure? What would I enjoy? Those are the questions to be asking yourself, low libido partners. You want to be listening to your body. What's your body telling you? What's your body craving? What's your body desiring? Let that be your guide. Sometimes your body might be desiring to make out. Sometimes above the waist of your body might be desiring to be touched erotically. Sometimes below the waist, your body might be desiring to be touched erotically. Sometimes you might want to be touched orally below the waist or above the waist. Sometimes your body might be desiring everything. The goal here is to defer to the low libido partner. And low libido partners, your goal is to get in touch with what your body is desiring. That brings back voice and choice so that you're engaged and you want to be there. And that benefits the high libido partner because if that's the approach, they're going to experience more frequent sexual contact on some level with you. And if you're doing this twice a week, which is what I recommend, high libido partners know if it doesn't turn erotic on one night, they know you're going to try it again in in two or three nights because you're doing it twice a week. So it creates a really nice win-win for couples. So low libido partners, here's your job in order to cultivate flames in your relationship. Number one, don't be wet wood, be dry wood. Number two, remember sex is important for your marriage. Number three, intentionally think sexy thoughts. And number four, initiate two nights a week of sensual activity together. The call to action as a reminder is I've put this podcast, episode part one and part two on a free PDF. To access that free PDF, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com forward slash pages forward slash freebies, and you'll see the PDF. You can download it and I'll have all this information on it so you can review it for both you and your partner. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars, leave a review, and subscribe. And if you've, if you've benefited from this podcast, the best way to pay it forward is to tell one person about it. Would you do that for me? When this podcast is over, text one person about the podcast, the Dr. Wyatt Show. If it's benefited you, hopefully it will benefit them as well. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.